Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Using Your Brain for Success, the show that's all about helping you build a better life by using your brain the right way. I'm Liam Naden and I'm glad you're here. Well, in this episode, we're going to be talking about thinking and specifically why thinking doesn't help you solve problems and what to do instead. Now, if you're here listening to this podcast, I know that you're already a thinker. You're interested in learning how to improve your life and you're willing to take action to do it. And I really congratulate you for that because not many people actually do think. But while thinking is a very useful skill to have, it's actually not the be all and end all when it comes to creating your ideal life. And in fact, used the wrong way, thinking can actually create more problems in your life and contribute to your feelings of stress, fear, worry and frustration. But there is a way to use your brain which is beyond thinking and that will work every time in bringing you what you really want. So we're going to explore all of this in this episode of Using Your Brain for Success. You know, we've been led to believe that thinking is the answer to solving problems and getting what we want in our life. And everywhere you look and at every point in your life, thinking is held up as the greatest thing that we as humans can do. After all, the ability to think is what separates us from all other forms of life on the planet. So our education system is built around teaching us to think. Well, so it claims anyway. And we admire people who are great thinkers. There's even a book called Think and Grow Rich, which has been held up as a standard text on how to achieve success in life literally for decades. And we're also in the habit of using thinking to solve problems and overcome obstacles. So when we have a problem, we think hard about it and we try and figure out a solution. But is thinking really all that it's cracked up to be? Is developing your powers to think really the answer to living your life at the highest level? Well, in this episode, you're going to discover that thinking is not actually the way to get what you want in life at all. And that when you understand how your brain actually works and how to use it the right way, that thinking itself not only doesn't help you get what you want, but it can actually be the source of problems in your life. Now, I know this goes against the grain of popular opinion, but as you'll soon discover, it makes a lot of sense. All right, well, let's dive in and start with asking the questions. What is thinking and what role does thinking play in our life? How does thinking help or hinder you? Well, these are actually questions I've been exploring for a very long time. And the answers, which I'm going to share with you today, they actually rather surprised me when I discovered what they were. Because the role that thinking plays in your life is really quite a bit different to what most people think. If you forgive the pun. And in fact, thinking the way it's done by most people is actually a hindrance to their life, not a help. Most people use their thinking brain in a way that actually adds to their problems rather than solves them. And your thinking brain, or should I say using your thinking brain incorrectly, this gets in the way of you living your life purpose, which is being your strongest, healthiest and the happiest you can be. So let's start with the question, what actually is thinking? Well, thinking can best be described as the production of thoughts. And in fact, the dictionary defines thinking as the process of considering or reasoning about something. 
So thinking produces ideas that come into your conscious mind, ideas that you're aware of, and it's done through the use of the thinking part of your brain. Now you'll recall from previous episodes that there are four parts to your brain. We have the rational thinking brain, the emotional brain, the mechanical brain, and the creative brain. And the rational thinking brain, which is also known as the neocortex, this is where information is assembled and presented to you in the form of conscious thought. Well, all this might sound pretty obvious, but here's something very important to realize straight away, and it's to do with how thoughts are actually produced. Because the thoughts that come from the thinking brain are always based only on your past experience. In other words, the thoughts that you think come from information stored in your brain. Information that you have gathered from past experiences, and they're added to from your experience of the present moment. So every idea and every piece of information that you've ever been presented with throughout your life right up until now, this is all filed away in this part of your brain. And it's the information in these files that are used to create your thoughts. You can think of it as if it were a large library of books. So everything you've ever learnt, seen, smelt, tasted, touched or heard has been recorded somewhere in one of these books. Now, of course, this isn't true for every thought. Occasionally you do get a new thought, something like a flash of inspiration or creativity. And you think of something completely new. But this is a different type of thought. And as you will see, they come from a different part of your brain, your creative brain. They don't come from the library of your past experiences which are held in your thinking brain. Now we'll talk about these types of thoughts a bit later. But for now, the important thing to remember is that most of your thoughts, what you're thinking on a continual basis, is the result of your thinking brain reassembling and reordering information from your past experience. Now this of course is very useful to help you live your life because this information from all your life experiences until now, this is what allows you to recognize and make sense of things in your world. And it allows you to create a common language with others so that you can communicate. And you wouldn't be able to function and survive without this ability to store and retrieve information from your past experience. So thinking using the thinking brain is very useful but it is limited to what you already know and what you've already experienced. But while your thinking brain is useful in storing and retrieving information so that you can communicate and function better, when it comes to solving problems or finding you the best way to live your life, there is a snag. Because it's limited to what you already know, your thinking brain can only give you access to a very small amount of all of the information that actually exists. So it can't bring you new ideas, solutions, experiences and, and outcomes, anything outside of your experience. And of course, these are all of the things that are probably going to be necessary for you to find a solution to, to your problems and to find the real answers to the important questions about your life, such as who are you and why are you here? So your thinking brain is very limited. And this is why trying to use it to solve problems is usually going to make things difficult for you. It's a bit like going to a library. If we think back to that analogy again, you go to a library to look for the answer to a question. Now the answer might be there somewhere, but what if it isn't? And the bigger the question, 
the more information that will be needed to find the answer, and the less likely that that particular library will have all of that necessary information. But either way, you're still limited to the information that's contained in the books in that particular library. And even if it's a very large library, it's still only going to contain a fraction of all the information that actually exists. Now here's an example of what I'm talking about. And it's actually a good example of why many people stay unhappy in their life. Now imagine that you're not satisfied with how your life is going, and you want to know what it is that you should be doing to be successful and happy. You want to know how you should be spending your time. You want to know what your goals should be, and, and you want to know how you would achieve them. So you ask yourself questions such as, how can I be happy? What do I need to do to be happy and successful? What should I do with my life? And you might remember from a previous episode that these are questions I used to ask myself all the time. Now, when you ask these questions, the part of your brain that you are using is, of course, your thinking brain. And it's your thinking brain that you're asking the question with. And it's your thinking brain that you're looking to to give you the right answers, which, of course, comes in the form of thoughts and ideas. But what does your thinking brain actually do when you present it with a question or a problem to solve? Well, it does the only thing it can do, which is to search through the library of your memory files, look through all of the information that you've gathered there throughout your life, and then it tries to come up with the answer. And if the question is, how do I be happy and successful? Well, it's going to look for anything that you've picked up in your life that you thought meant being happy and successful was. Now, this might include images or stories of things you've seen and experienced that have, been, have showed people who appear to you to be happy and successful. So there might be people with a large house or a boat or who've been to, on a particular trip or enjoyed luxury travel. Or they might even just have a calm and happy family and lots of money. So your thinking brain uses these past experiences, these impressions and facts to give you an answer. And it says to you, these are the things you need to be happy and successful. So you need a bigger house. You need more money. You need the boat or the trip. You need to heal your marriage or your relationship. Or you need to have your children do well at school. But whatever it is, whatever your thinking brain comes up with, recognize that all of these things, all of the answers that you get, are simply your thinking brain telling you that in your limited experience, based on your previous experience, these are what you need to be happy and successful. And of course, once you get the answer, you set off to achieve it. But none of these things that the thinking brain comes up with might be the real answer for you, for how you can be happy and successful. And in fact, it's probably not the answer. It's just the answer that your thinking brain has come up with based on your limited knowledge and limited past experience. But you living your ideal life which is being the best you can be, this actually has nothing to do with your past experience. Because being the best can only come from expressing the true you, the essence of which is in the information in your DNA. And it won't have anything to do, in all likelihood, with how much money you have. Because, there, of course, there are plenty of happy poor people and miserable rich people. And in fact, just as an aside, this is the real reason why, and any wealthy person will tell you this, this is why having money above a certain level that will provide you with comfort and security, this is why it has nothing to do with being happy and having a great life at all. 
And in fact, if you want the real secret to accumulating money, it's this. Money doesn't make you happy, but being happy makes you money. And the right amount of money that you need to live your life purpose, which is going to be not too little and not too much. Okay, but most people spend a lifetime chasing something that they think will make them happy, but which simply won't. So they spend years living with stress, struggle and problems, trying to get something that would never make them truly happy or feel in control of their life, even if they got it. And it's all because they're using their brain the wrong way. They're trying to use their thinking brain to come up with solutions, and their thinking brain is simply not designed or able to do that. Your thinking brain is simply a library of your past experiences. It doesn't know everything about you, or everything about anything, in fact. But here's the secret, if you like. Your creative brain does. Your creative brain knows exactly who you are, and it has access to all the information it needs to ensure that you live your life purpose, being at your best. And it has access to all of this information, all of the information necessary to ensure that you solve any problem you're facing in your life. Alright, now you might be thinking at this point, but hang on a minute, Liam. Thinking is useful for solving problems. Because if I don't have enough information, I can just go out and get more information. I can find out what I don't already know from somewhere or someone else, and then I can use that information to solve my problem. Well, I'm not saying that gathering more information isn't useful. Of course, there are many situations where we need to learn a new skill or gather new information to help us. More information can be useful and even essential to solve a problem. But gathering more information in itself simply isn't enough. Because no matter how much information you gather, you're still limiting yourself. And this, this is what puts people on a treadmill of continually looking for more information to solve a problem. So they read more books, they go to more seminars, they listen to more gurus. And many people, and I was one of them, many people have a ton of information and can tell you anything you want to know about the subject of how to be successful. But even after years of learning, they're no closer to finding the solution for their own life. And they may have studied relationship material and still have an unhappy marriage. They may have learned business, sales and marketing and still have a business that struggles. They may have studied spiritual practices, but still be unhappy and frustrated. And the reason for this is simple. They're still using their thinking brain, where the information is stored, but it's not the part of the brain that solves the problems or creates your ideal life. Now, I've seen this so many times in my own life and in the lives of others, including the people I've coached and worked with. And no matter how much you learn, the problems don't go away. So thinking, no matter how much of it you do, how much you know and how good you get at it, Thinking is only ever going to get you so far. And when you try to use your thinking brain to create your life for you, you're going to get limited results. Using your thinking brain to run your life is using your brain the wrong way. And it's why you, along with most people, have problems and lack the true purpose and fulfillment that you really want. All right, so if you can't think your way out of your problems and into your ideal life, what's the answer? Well, the answer is clear. You need to use the part of your brain that does have the access to the unlimited amount of information. The part that not only has the right answers, but it also has the right questions. 
the part of your brain that has the ability to access not just the information in the library of your own experience, but all information that exists. And that, of course, is your creative brain. As I said earlier, your creative brain knows everything about you. It knows what you're good at and not good at, and it knows exactly what you want and need. And it also knows exactly how to get it for you so that you don't have to struggle with problems and stress. And the reason your creative brain knows all of this is because it's your connection to an infinite intelligence, the same intelligence that is behind the creation and function of everything in the universe. Now remember, the purpose of your life is to survive and thrive. You're not supposed to have problems. And it's your creative brain that organizes everything you need for this to happen. And when you let it do its job, then you'll get everything you need. You'll get the ideas, the events, the right circumstances to give you the happiness and success you really want without problems and stress. All right, so the question really becomes, how do you let your creative brain be in charge and do its job? Well, the first thing to do, obviously, is to stop thinking. Well, at least stop thinking so much. Stop using your limited thinking brain to run your life. Stop trying to think your way out of your problems. Stop trying to come up with solutions. Stop trying to plan, strategize, figure out, evaluate options, gather information, get advice, and listen to gurus and experts to make yourself happy and successful. Because while your thinking brain can be a useful tool in implementing the right ideas and plans, it is not and cannot be the originator of the right ideas and plans for you and your life. The originator is your creative brain. Now, I'm not suggesting you stop thinking at all. Of course, you need to think to survive and function. But you need to think an awful lot less, maybe 80% less. And that means that thinking is actually not your normal state. So when you're faced with a problem, you don't run to your thinking brain to find you the answer because it can't and won't. And it's simply trying to think your way out of a problem is only going to make you feel stressed, afraid, worried or frustrated. And when you feel stressed, afraid, worried or frustrated, you put your brain in survival state, which shuts down your creative power and awareness. You know, thinking has become almost like a disease in modern society. Most people are overrun with their thoughts. They're not in control of their thoughts. Their thoughts are in control of them. And the vast majority of these thoughts don't do anything to improve the quality of life. Most thoughts are actually rather useless and a waste of time and energy when you really think about it. They're thoughts about things that happened in the past or what might happen in the future, and especially things that we think might be bad and make us feel stressed, worried and afraid. There might be thoughts about what you need to do or what you should have done. But the thoughts go on and on like an endless stream of activity in your mind. I'm sure you've experienced this. But training yourself not to think is not that easy to do. For a start, we've been conditioned throughout our life to believe that thinking is how we solve our problems and create our ideal life. So we automatically start thinking when we have a problem. Of course, we go to school to learn to think. And throughout our education and our adult life, we try to figure things out. We sit and think about our problems. We gather facts and try to come up with ideas. We gather information, read books, get advice from other people. We create spreadsheets. We create workbooks and we put together 
teams of people to help us plan and strategize. And we might learn methods, models and techniques to tackle a problem. And we're continually bombarded as well with information, ideas, opinions and advice through other people, the media and literally just the world we live in. But again, the truth is not only is thinking completely overrated, it's simply not the answer. It's not only not the answer to your problems, but when you really think about it carefully, you realize that your thoughts just don't help you at all. In fact, thinking only brings you problems and interrupts the flow in your life. Now, you might be thinking this whole idea that thinking doesn't help, that it actually hinders your life and that you should stop doing it. You might think it's a rather radical idea. And you might be thinking, how did this guy Liam Naden come up with this idea telling me to stop thinking? Surely, if I want to find answers to my problems and live my life in a successful way, then I need to think. But actually, the idea that you should stop thinking if you want to be happy and successful in your life, this is not my idea at all. And it's not even a new idea. Stop thinking is what the greatest teachers have been saying to us throughout history. Let's look, for example, in the Bible. In the Bible, Jesus said, Have no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take care of itself. Now, he wasn't referring here to tomorrow being when the sun rises tomorrow morning. <laughs> he was referring to the fact that tomorrow is literally every moment after the present one. In other words, have no thought. Stop thinking right now. All right, so if thinking isn't the answer, what is? So instead of thinking, what should you do instead? Well, again, all religions and cultures throughout history have given us the answer to this as well. And the answer is simply, let go. Trust. Have faith. Don't be afraid. And how do you do that? How do you really let go and trust and have faith? Well, the way to do it is simply to bring your attention to the only thing that's real, which is the present moment. You know, being present is the opposite of thinking. Being present is the state of allowing, trusting, going with the flow. And of course, what is this really? It's living in your natural creative state. It's the state where you access your creative brain, which, of course, as I keep saying, this is where what has all the answers, the solutions, the resources, everything you need and want for your perfect life. So anywhere you read or hear, have faith, what they're really saying is stop thinking, be in the present and allow things to just happen. Because stopping thinking and trusting in the moment, that is what real faith is. Being in your natural creative state, using your creative brain in a state of allowing, is how you're actually designed to live. And it doesn't require much thinking. Now, of course, you do think from time to time, but not very often. Most of the time you stay in this present moment. And any thoughts you do have are those which are going to contribute positively to your life. Now, this is what neurostate rebalancing trains your brain to do. It literally trains your brain the right way so that you eliminate unnecessary thinking from your life. And it allows you to be in the flow, to really trust the higher part of you so that your mind opens up to new thoughts, new insights and new ways of doing things. And you start to get the things you want in your life rather than the things that you don't want. So check out Neurostate Rebalancing on my website, liamnaden.com. But for now, just become aware of your brain. 
or, as you might like to think of it, your mind. What's going on in there? Are you thinking about something? Are you perhaps thinking about an idea or something I might have said in this podcast? Are you wondering how you might apply the ideas I'm sharing with you to your own life? Maybe you're feeling a bit confused or unclear about something I've said. Perhaps you're thinking about something else entirely, like what you're going to be doing after you finish listening to this, or even about a pressing problem that you have that you know you have to deal with. Well, you know, whatever the thought that you're thinking right now, just become aware of it. What is it? And if you have more than one, just pick one. And realize that all this thought is, like all of your mental activity, it's simply your thinking brain putting together an idea based on your past experiences. It's just an idea, and it's a limited idea. It's not the truth about anything. It's just an idea manufactured by your brain. And also be aware of the reality that this thought isn't helping you. It's doing nothing to improve your life or contribute to your life in any way right here and right now. It's just noise. It's just using up a bit of your mental energy. And if that's the case, that it's not doing anything for you right now, then there really is no reason for it to exist. You don't need it. So just let it go. Let it just fade away and bring your attention to the present moment. And as the thought fades away, Watch your brain replace it with an awareness of what's going on inside and around you in this present moment. Become aware of this present moment. And as you do that, you'll begin to be aware of what really is here in this present moment. This spending time in the present moment, free of thoughts, is something that most of us hardly ever do. But that's rather odd because here and now, this moment is all that exists. And it's only when you're not caught up in your thoughts that you can truly experience life as it really is. The present moment is not only all there is, but it's the only place where you can be free of your thoughts. It's the one place where you can really allow your creative brain to do its job, which is to be in control and bring you a life filled with joy and love. And after all, a life of joy and love, that's all you really want. So just spend a few moments in this place of your true power, free of your thoughts. And remember, you can come back to this place anytime you want. Anytime you're feeling stressed, afraid, worried or frustrated, you can just bring your attention back to the present and see your thoughts for what they are, which is just ideas that have been created by your limited thinking brain because you haven't been using your brain the right way. And the more you do this, the more time you spend doing this, the more you begin to experience life in a completely different way. The more you become in control of your life, and the better your life becomes. That's all for this episode of Using Your Brain for Success. I really look forward to sharing with you in future episodes so much more about how you can truly create an extraordinary life using the incredible power of your brain. And to learn more about how to master your brain and your life with neurostate rebalancing, visit my website, liamnaden.com. Thank you for listening, and bye for now.